0: Leap Along, the story of a frog. Take your time, the tiny tortoise shambled happily up to his grandpapa. Great grandpapa, he announced excitedly, not waiting to discover which end of the elderly tortoise was which. I'm old enough to go to school now. I can almost read. Grandpapa's name was more haste, less speed. His head emerged slowly from the opposite end of his shell. It's a pity they don't teach you manners as well, he remarked gruffly. Hardly shut my eyes. Sorry, great-grandpapa, but take your time was too excited to be really sorry. Can I show you, great-grandpapa? More haste, less speed, blinked once or twice to shake the sleep from his eyes and reached for his big bunch of keys unlocking the little door in the bumpiest part of his shell he pulled out a greenish leaf mottled with yellow with writing on it and handed it to his great-grandson here you are then see what you can make of that take your time took it eagerly decided which way up it should go and studied the first line in the dark green pond at the bottom of the field he began slowly lived a family of frogs called Leapalong. They were a happy family, mother and father, and their children, Crocus and Lenny. But one day, Lenny decided that the pond was too small. He wanted to see the world. He wanted to go on. And a great... Grandpapa, what's that word? More haste, less speed, peered over his shoulder. Expedition. That's a long journey, he added. Yes, you're coming on nicely, my lad, but perhaps you'd better let me finish the story now or we'll be here until Midsummer's Eve. Lenny wanted to go on an expedition, so he plucked up the courage and went to Tally's father. At first, his father was quite upset. Do you mean you're not happy here, son? Well, not exactly, Lenny fidgeted and looked for the right words. But there must be so many more things outside this pond just waiting to be discovered, and I want to go and discover them. His father sighed. (sighs) Well, remember all the things your mother and I have taught you since you were a tiny tadpole, and promise me you'll do nothing silly. yes, yes. Lenny was eager to be off. And can I can I have some money, please, father? Father Leapalong unlocked a little drawer in the corner cupboard and pulled out something wrapped in a water lily leaf. Don't spend it all at once. He handed it to Lenny. And take care. Lenny said goodbye to his mother. His brother Crocus was sulking under some duckweed in the far corner of the pond gave an enormous hop right out of the pond and landed on the bank. The world was his to explore. Crossing a field a few days later, he came to a gap in the hedge. Just as he was about to pass through, a rabbit appeared from nowhere and holding out his paw said, Private way, 5p please. 5p? Lenny was horrified, but he didn't like to argue so he delved into his water-lily-leaf and produced 5p, passed hastily through and hurried down a path between golden stalks of corn. After several days he came to a little wood. On the edge of the wood he found a notice which said, Tonight, gala performance, singing, dancing, food, all welcome, 20p. That's more like it, thought Henry, following the directions on the notice. He soon met a weasel, very friendly, who offered him a guided tour of the wood first for only 10p. Everyone wanted to be his friend and Lenny really began to enjoy himself. The only trouble was, everything cost so much money. He stayed in the wood for several days. Always there were new friends to meet and entertainments provided Lenny was so glad he'd left his dark green, boring little pond far behind. But one day he reached into his water lily and he found his money had nearly all gone. Oh dear, he thought, tomorrow I must try and find some work. But tomorrow there was a grand entertainment put on by the stoats and the weasels and they asked Lenny to do a special trampoline act. So tomorrow came and went and Lenny had even less money in his water lily leaf and no work. And finally the day came when Lenny opened his water lily leaf and found nothing in it at all. It was two days since he'd eaten anything, but somehow none of his friends seemed interested anymore. Eventually he managed to sell his new orange coat to a lizard in exchange for a very stingy breakfast, and set off to look for work. But it seemed that the wood was full of people with no work. No, said the badger, nothing for the likes of you. Sorry, said a tired-looking squirrel, you're the fifteenth person this morning. Work, hooted the owl, you must be joking. Just as he was about to give up, he met an elderly toad. ''Can you swim?'' Inquired the toad, looking up and down. Lenny ignored the question. ''I've got a young'un who missed out on his schooling. Backward he is. I'll feed you if you can teach him to swim, but I can't pay you.'' Lenny struggled with himself. The toad was old and dirty and smelt of stagnant water. ''But what else could he do?'' ''I'll come,'' he said briefly. And followed the toad to a pool of the darkest, foulest water he'd ever come upon. Make yourself at home, the toad invited him, and went to fetch his young'un. The next few days were the most wretched Lenny had ever spent. He lived nothing on stale duckweed, and lived and had nothing to do all day except teach young'un to swim. And young was not only stupid, but extremely rude. Fancy a leap along ended up like this, he thought, if my father could see me now. And at the thought of his kind old father, two large tears welled up and splashed into the thick, still water. Finally, he made up his mind. I've had enough adventuring, he said to the old toad. I'm going home. The old toad shrugged and turned away. The nearer Lenny came to his dark green pond, the slower he went. Whatever would his father say? He was still quite a way away when suddenly saw someone leaping through the grass to meet him. Father! Lenny couldn't believe his eyes. Lenny, my boy, good to see you. His father held out his arms. Lenny hesitated. Father, I've wasted all your money and got myself into some horrible muddles. I'm sorry, really I am. I've come back to work for you. I don't deserve to be a leap along more, And he hung his head in shame. But his father took him in his arms and hugged him. And before he could protest any more, He took him home and gave him a new coat and an enormous supper. But Crocus went and sulked under the duckweed. And you'd better be off home now, more hasteless speed looked at his great-grandson over the top of his spectacles, or your mother will think you've gone on an expedition too. Take your time, nodded. Yes, great-grandpapa. Lenny was lucky, wasn't he? Lucky, said his great-grandpapa, all depends who your father is. Lenny did lots of things that were silly and wrong. Sometimes he didn't know any better, but sometimes he did. But in the end he did something sensible, didn't he? Jesus told a story like this one about a man with two sons. You can read it in Luke's Gospel, chapter 15 in the Bible.